welcome to the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Well, so far we've we've delved into quite a few stories, news of the day. Uh, one, uh, Washington State just effectively banned the use of natural gas. Uh, the you know the electric car is going the way of the dodo bird because nobody wants to buy them. We don't have the energy to do it. Uh, and we are already beginning to see the Biden administration, the effect of what they've done to our energy. Unfortunately, you won't really feel the impact until really beginning next year. That's when all of these things are really kicking in and your price of, of energy is gonna go through the roof. Meanwhile, Biden said this, cut one, we're doing something to the economy. We have a big fight in front of us. We're fundamentally changing the economy in this country. And everybody's getting a little worried about it. The, the very powerful. Some are seeing the light. But changing the economy, taking it from an economy that takes care of those at the top, and changing an economy that gives people who built this country a fair shot. Um, who's benefiting from this new economy so far? Is it you or is it the big banks, the corporations, the politicians, all the big guys. They're, they're raking the money in. And by the way, I don't think the people at Davos were freaking out, other than they're freaking out that it's all coming undone. Let's look at the border here for just a second. Everybody knows. Sanctuary cities are saying, uncle, 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 we don't want to be a sanctuary city anymore. And people are standing up not only in Texas, but Tammy Nobles, she is now a private citizen suing the DHS over her daughter's rape and death. It is an amazing story of a heroic mom standing up against the machine. She'll tell us about it in 60 seconds. First, when you buy clothing, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Is it the price, the brand? Maybe you think about the durability, how long the clothing that you buy is gonna last once you start wearing it. Here's something. Do you think at all about where it was made? The good news is if your answer of any of those questions is yes, American Giant is for you. This is an American company making American products, period. <clears throat> every stitch of thread, every metal rivet, every drop of ink made and assembled here. We need to get back to the independent spirit of great American manufacturing and American Giant is doing their part. The cotton, the milling, the cutting, the sewing, 100% American. And that comes with American quality. You can buy cheaper, but you're gonna get cheaper quality made by workers overseas who aren't paid a living wage. Or you can, build, you can buy the quality that comes with American made that will last for generations. Great clothing, great prices, all American made. Buy American at American-Giant.com slash Glenn. That's American-Giant.com slash Glenn. Use my name and get 20% off your first order. American-Giant.com slash Glenn. It is my sad honor to introduce you to um, a mom uh, a mom of Kayla Hamilton, um, Tammy Nobles. Hello, Tammy. Hi, thank you for having me. You bet. Um, 
So, Tammy, tell tell me, you live in Norfolk, Virginia, um, yes. and uh, your daughter. Tell me about her. Um, Kayla was born on July twenty fourth, two thousand two. She was very loving and just so sweet, and she loved animals. She loved to help people. She just loved to laugh and just enjoyed life. The best song that describes Kayla, we actually played at her memorial, was Cindy Lauper's Girls Just Want to Have Fun. <laughs> that is all she wanted to do was have fun. And um, she had autism. Yes, she had high-functioning autism, which was Asperger's, but they don't use that term anymore, so they put them all under autism. Okay. And she was determined to, you know, live her life and 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 live independently, and when she was working, she had two jobs. So she, she was a good girl and she's living on her own and she's living in a trailer, right? Yes. They were renting a room in a trailer her and her boyfriend. And there was another family that they knew was living there. There was an illegal, we found out later that there was a illegal immigrant who owned the trailers and she was renting out rooms to other illegal aliens. Yes. And to regular, you know, to American citizens also. Right. She did not, I don't know if she knew that he was a minor. She more likely did not check. She did not check his criminal record or anything. She just allowed him to live there. Well, his, the, it, the murderer's half brother called her up and asked if she had any rooms for rent because the half-brother could not handle him anymore. And she said, yes, we do. Oh my God. Um, and she picked Kayla's trailer and he was only living there for five days. So he was there before. for, he was there for five days. Kayla just had celebrated a couple of days before her 20th birthday. She yeah. didn't really know this guy and um, he was an illegal alien the uh, the government let him pass through. Didn't I mean it was pretty obvious he was not a good guy because he had visible MS thirteen uh, gang tattoos uh, on his body. They were visible. Um, that's I mean that's the easiest way to find out. But they didn't stop him. In fact, they helped him get to um, uh, I think Maryland or Virginia, and uh, that's when he moved into the trailer. So yes, they, yeah, they did not verify his sponsor. They don't even know who they gave him to it. Um, Jim Jordan, Congressman Jim Jordan did a report. They don't know if it was male, female, dad, aunt, cousin. Jeez. They don't even know who they gave this kid to. And they didn't even follow up because he had problems at the sponsor's home. And then he ended up living with his half brother and had problems there and ended up with living with Kayla Kayla and her boyfriend did not like him. They felt something was off and 
Mm. He would smoke pot in the house, and Kayla did not like that, but she never said anything because she didn't want to cause any issues. Um, and they were going to try to look for another place to live. But five days, it means you can't, you know, find stuff right. that quickly. So tell me as much as you can, stand what happened in July. So July 27th, I just got off from work thinking it was a normal day. And I get a call from Aberdeen Police Department saying that my daughter was found deceased consistent with the homicide. That was like the worst news that a parent can ever get. Um, she had been strangled. There was a struggle and they found her on the floor of her, on her bedroom floor. They don't understand why, but her hands were loosely um, tied in front of her and he used her iPod charger to strangle her. Um, she just got off the night shift and she was sleeping. Um, she always kept her bath, her, her bedroom door locked and he busted in there, broke into her room. I'm sure he scared her because she was sleeping. She calls her boyfriend and he grabs her iPod charger and he misses her neck, gets it around her face and the phone drops and goes to voicemail and there is, I will never be able to mm. listen to the voicemail. Um, it was two minutes and 30 seconds of him strangling her and her struggling. Oh my gosh. And after he strangles her, he rapes her and just after she's he, dead, after she died. Yeah. He rapes her. Um, and he robs her of $6, and her phone is missing. We don't even know where her phone is. I don't know what he did with it. And he goes to lunch with his half-brother like nothing happened. He kept creeping around the trailer looking to see if anybody found her. And the boy, her boyfriend comes home from work like a normal day, and finds her on the floor dead. He uses his teeth to get the cords off. He thinks he could save her, but it's already too late. And the detectives were questioning him and everybody in the trailer, and her boyfriend pointed out the MS-13 gang member and said, that's our roommate right there. And he's still creeping around. And... They didn't have enough to detain him, but they were questioning him, and they did ask ICE if they could hold him until the DNA evidence came back, and ICE just told them, no, we cannot. Oh, my gosh. So, guess who gets to have him? Child Protective Services in Maryland. Child Protective Services told the detectives that they were going to put him in a secure location because they knew what he did. 
that he was a main suspect in a premeditated murder case. And when they went to go arrest him on January 14th, like in the evening, um, well, finally they did get enough evidence back that there was DNA evidence Mm -hmm. and they went to go look for him on January 15th at the, um, they found out that CPS put him in an unsecured children's home with other children. Oh, my they gosh. went, so they went to go get him at this children's home, and the Texas were like, "This is secured. Like there was no adults around, kids running around." Come to find out, they went to ask if he was there. One of the adults there was like, no, he's gone. And the detectives were like, well, where did he go? They had no clue where he was put. They had no record who signed him out or anything. Just someone just came and picked him up. They called his half-brother to tell him that, oh, yeah, we got some property of your brother's. Um, We would like to return to him. And they ended up arresting him at a foster home where CPS put him. Okay. I want to just take a minute to uh, get from there and now to the next part of the story, which is you are suing the Department of Homeland Security because just, I mean, just even asking about the MS-13 tattoo, you know, didn't even happen. Uh, and they just let this kid come in uh, recklessly, and he's the re- he, you know he's the reason why your 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 wonderful uh, daughter is is no longer here. Um, and I want to talk to you about how this is coming about, and and uh, you know the odds of you winning that um, coming up in just a second. First, uh, what is your relationship to firearms? As an American, you have the right to keep and bear arms, but that right comes with a fair amount of responsibility. Not every situation where you have to protect yourself or your family calls for lethal violence. I think we just heard a story that uh, could have called for lethal violence. Um, Fortunately, with a Berna launcher, you can still maintain your safety. You just have other options that you wouldn't otherwise have. The non-lethal alternative to safeguarding your home That'll teach somebody a very painful but non-lethal lesson. It's legal in all 50 states. Permit or background check, not required. And it can be used by all age groups over 18. The Berna Launcher, it's powerful deterrent, has tear gas and uh, kinetic rounds. This is not pepper spray. This is tear gas. One shot can um, incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. Government agencies, law enforcement are now using these all across the country. I bought one for every member of my family. So all the, all my daughters, my son are safe. They can keep it in the glove box of their car or on their purse. It's Berna, B-Y-R-N-A, B-Y-R-N-A at uh, Berna.com slash Glenn. 10% discount on your purchase. Berna.com slash Glenn. Save now. 10 seconds, station ID.
Oh. Tammy Nobles is with us. She's talking about the loss of her uh, her daughter, Kayla, uh, at the hands of a 17-year-old illegal immigrant gang member, MS-13, uh, uh, and she is now suing the DHS over her daughter's death. Um, why are you doing that? I mean, I'm sorry to ask you that question. I, I'm pretty sure I know, but why are you decided to take on the government? I feel that they were responsible in the wrongful death of my daughter. All they had to do was lift up his shirt. They did not. Or make that one phone call to El Salvador to find out that he was a MS-13 gang member. He was on the list as MS-13 gang member, and he had a criminal record in 2020 for illicit gang activity. They did not check. So they didn't let the shirt. They didn't make the phone call. They didn't even have him go with a verified sponsor. And they just allowed him to go from Texas to Maryland. And I felt like I had a case. I felt like her death could have been prevented if they would have just followed the proper protocols. And they didn't. And they failed Kayla. And now I'm without a daughter. I just want to see some change and I'm hoping for me to bring awareness and to show them that I'm not going to take this line down. My daughter deserves better. You filed a hundred million dollar lawsuit. You have good lawyers. Yes, I do. Um, He is actually in California. His name is Brian Claypool. Um, He is a civil rights lawyer. And he did research on it. Yeah, I, I hope he is one of the best uh, in the country. You've got quite a, a storm ahead of you, but you have a great case. And it is time that somebody stands up. And I think there should be more parents that join you that have lost their children uh, to illegals. Uh, I hope that people join you in your effort because it, it it's way beyond time that this stops. Um, you are trying to raise, I think, $10,000 uh, just to pay for the travel of the meetings with the prosecutor and, uh, you know, the Airbnb for the court case, which they say will take two to three weeks. I bet it goes on more than that. Um, you've already raised $3,700. Um, I want to give the audience, let me see if I have it here, give the audience the address. Just go to GoFundMe. And type in Bring Kayla Hamilton Justice. Bring Kayla, K-A-Y-L-A, Bring Kayla Hamilton Justice. Um, Tammy, we're going to keep up with you, if you don't mind, and, and follow the case. And uh, I, I can't tell you how ripped apart everybody on my staff that has heard your story. Uh, we are all just beside ourselves. We can't imagine being in your shoes the worst nightmare for any parent. Um, but to know that our own government is responsible for it is just obscene. Just obscene. Tammy, best of luck. Thank you for having me. You bet. Tammy Nobles, suing the DHS. She's not looking to get rich. She's just trying to raise money so she can travel and everything else for the attorneys and everything else. She just testified in front of Congress. Um, but 
the goal for her fundraising is $10,000. That's easy for this audience to do. If you find this a worthy cause, go to GoFundMe. Bring Kayla Hamilton justice. Bring Kayla Hamilton justice at GoFundMe.com. So what are you doing today to make sure that you've got enough emergency food stored up for yourself and your family? You know, in case things actually actually get worse than they already are. Disaster can strike at any time from any number of different directions. My Patriot Supply is the nation's leader in high quality emergency food, and they help provide peace of mind for your family. They'll help you prepare for the worst ahead of time. You don't want to be behind the eight ball on this one. You should still hope for the best, but you prepare for the worst, and then you let it go. You can get started today by going to MyPatriotSupply.com. There you can save $200 on an essential three-month emergency food kit. Over the years, My Patriot Supply has helped millions of American families prepare for these emergencies, and your family should be next. Eat right if things go wrong. These three-month emergency food kits from My Patriot Supply, 2,000 calories a day. They last up to 25 years in storage. Uh, get one, $200 in savings. Enough for each family. They deserve your protection. MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. Head over to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn to subscribe now to Blaze TV. Use the code Glenn30 and you'll save 30 bucks. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. It is Thursday. You know, I want to I want to bring something that came out a couple of days ago that I just didn't have time to share. And I I love this. I don't even know who Dean Phillips is, uh, other than he's a long shot Democrat challenger to Joe Biden. Congressman, uh, he's one of the people involved in the Talenti Gelato Empire and the Belvedere Vodka Empire, which probably would be pretty good mixed. Just throwing that out there. Do you know anything about his his voting, his policies? He's he ran. He actually won in that district, which was a, a red district. He kind of turned it blue. Uh, he ran as sort of a moderate, more moderate. His voting record is very close to a standard Democratic voting record. Although one of the things that's notable about his, this run is there is obviously anti Biden energy on the left, right? Like there is a. I mean, you know, he did this anti or I guess pro-abortion, I was going to say anti-life, which is actually probably a better uh, way of it talking is. about it, but a pro-abortion uh, rally the other day, and he got interrupted 15 times, Biden did, during the speech, not by pro-life people, no. but by Gaza, yeah, geno- ceasefire, genocide. genocide, hey, let's kill all the Jews people. And uh, so there's energy on the left for this, and Phillips instead of trying to take advantage of that, has said, I, I don't agree with that. We don't. We shouldn't have a ceasefire. Like, he's been one of the more sane people yeah. on this. So, 
he's challenging Joe Biden. He's running uh, his campaign uh, and he tore in to the Democratic Party um, on primary day. Here's what he here's what he said. He was in an interview on CNN um, and the New Hampshire newspaper endorsed his campaign and he shared his conviction that Biden would lose in 2020 in a rematch against Trump and warned of a crisis of participation within the Democratic Party. He said, and I'm quoting, I have to tell you guys, I went to a Donald Trump rally a couple of nights ago. I'd never been to one. I had an event across the street. I saw the line of people waiting in the cold for hours, and I thought, what the heck, you know? I'm going to be a leader who actually invites people, doesn't condemn them. Uh, He went in to say, I met probably 50 Trump people waiting in line, and every single one of them, thoughtful, hospitable, friendly, all of them so frustrated that they feel nobody's listening to them but Donald Trump. It was a very diverse crowd, people who had never been to a Trump event before. My party is completely delusional right now, and somebody had better wake us up. That's my job, I feel. So be it. So what he's saying is, A, he actually went to one with an open mind, and he stood in line. Here's a candidate running for the presidency, standing in line at a Trump rally, just talking to people. Now, I don't know if you've ever been to a Trump rally, and I'm sure that there are people that are bad guys. You know, there's like that in everything. But for the most part, the people that are going to Trump rallies are just that. They are people that feel like nobody's listening. Nobody is. Do you feel heard? Because it's so crazy. I can't imagine what you feel like because I don't feel heard. I feel like nobody is is really listening. They're hearing and then mistranslating. And they're making us into these horrible monsters. That's where the energy for Donald Trump is coming from. Because they don't feel heard. They feel like, um, I should stop saying they. I think many of us feel, including me, that nobody's listening. They're mistranslating. They're mischaracterizing us. They're calling us insurrectionists and everything else when we're the one who loves the Constitution. I pay my taxes. I try to be a good citizen. I give to charities. You know, I'm involved in my local community. Uh, I mean, I'm doing everything I was supposed to do. I start my own business. I, I'm an entrepreneur. I create jobs. And why is it that I'm the bad guy? Because I don't want 10 million illegals crossing our border in four years. I don't want a president who was not elected to fundamentally transform our economy and leave capitalism. That's what he's doing. That's what he said yesterday. But I didn't, I I don't, did you hear that campaign ad from him? No, I mean, he was explicitly pitching a return to normalcy, normalcy. right? Like, hey, these things have been chaotic lately. I'll bring it back to normal. Is so it? That's, yeah, that's worked out. Is it? 
I don't feel like anybody is listening. And I don't feel this is a Republican thing. I don't think anybody's listening to the warnings that are coming out every day about the FBI, the justice system, the court system, you know, the, the, the corruption that is happening in both parties. You know, the fact that we send all of these people, we have all these elections, we elect congressmen, you know, every two years, we spend all of this money, all of this time trying to find somebody that we can believe in that goes, they go. And if they do, if they are who they say they are, they have zero effect. Why? Because nobody's debating on the floor of Congress anymore. Nobody's standing up and saying, Mr. Speaker, we've got to talk about this. They don't do that. Why? Because all the decisions are made by four mob bosses. The four heads of the Senate and the House. Two Republicans, two Democrats. They make all the decisions. And then they come in and say, you've got 12 hours. You've got five hours. You're going to pass it. Or you're not going to pass it. Why do we hire these people? They're so frustrated. I get calls all the time from people in Congress and the Senate. And they say, I don't even know why I'm here. I don't know why I'm here. Because the system is not operating like everybody says that, you know, you go to Congress and you make a difference. Can't. Because there's no debate. There's nothing. Everything's already decided. It's a show. I don't think that's a Republican kind of thing. By the way, I'm not a Republican. I, I, I really dislike the Republicans. Really dislike the Republicans. Um, not as much as I dislike what the Democratic Party has become, but I'm not a Republican. I consider myself just an American that knows the Constitution, not like Mike Lee knows it. I can't, you know, oh, well, that's an article. I don't know. I don't even, article, subsection, I don't But I know enough about it to know how it's supposed to work. And I, I just, I don't understand how we don't all feel this way. Is it because we've all just dug our heels in and we are so, they on the left, they're so frightened by Donald Trump that they can't see beyond that. They're, they're in fight or flight. So there's no function of reason because they've been whipped up into a frenzy that he's the Antichrist. I can't say that because they probably many in the party would probably <laughs> want him, but um you know that he lead, he does lead the democratic primary yeah, right now yeah. yes he he is you know the living embodiment of mussolini uh and uh hitler and everybody's freaked out and so they don't think about it and then well i was gonna say on, on our side but well i i i mean i I, I don't think it's unreasonable. I, I don't think it's unreasonable to think things about Donald Trump, but you have no basis other than what happened on January 6th. And you can read that several ways, but 
let's just say he wanted to overturn, he and wanted to do it even if it was unconstitutional. Let's say that. He wasn't a dictator because his vice president said no, and the people in his own party said no. The problem with this president that we have now is the people in his own party are saying yes and even pushing it further. We don't get anywhere if we don't start. If somebody in Washington doesn't start actually listening to the people, and that's why people are so misunderstood if they're MAGA. MAGA, make America great again. Who disagrees with that? And it doesn't mean great, like beat your chest, great. I mean, Donald Trump is that kind of guy, but that's, I mean, make America great again is something that we should all be working for and you interpret it your way. It doesn't mean let's rub the nose of everybody because we're the greatest of all time. It means there's some great things that have happened and come out of this country. You, You can't see that? You can see it. Um, a good example of it is we just had a guest on that was hoping to get to $10,000 $10, goal and is already at 22000 Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. It's a great example of it. And by the way, it will go much higher than that. And, and you also can see it in Dean Phillips. I mean, here's a Democrat. I, don't, I probably don't agree with anything that he says. But he's at least a decent human being who said, I'm just going to go see it for myself. And then has the courage in today's environment to say, you know, my own party is wrong. You don't hear that on the left. You'll hear it on the left when they'll say, our own party is wrong. There's, they're, they're actually thinking it was a bad thing that Hamas came in and killed all those Jews. You don't hear people saying, you know what, I don't think these are bad people. It's amazing how the people who are in our streets saying this was a good thing, that October 7th, killing all those Jews, that was a good thing. That, that's reasonable. And the people who are just saying, I, I just, I, I want somebody to pause and look at what we're doing to our own country. And they're good, decent, law-abiding citizens. How they're the bad guys. I, I'd love to talk to Dean Phillips, have him on. And not because I'm going to ever vote for, you know, uh, the party and Democratic Party the way it is. But I just at least would like to talk to a reasonable. He gives me faith that there are some reasonable Democrats. Anyway, sorry, Dean, I just killed your (laughs) chances. No chance chance whatsoever. (laughs) But that's what I do. I'm here to kill people's, you know, political careers. Anyway, let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour. Uh, It's Jace Medical. I have terrible news. A while back, I lost my guns, all of my guns, in a boating accident. Uh, I think I've told you that before. Mm -hmm. Another Um, boat? Is this a separate boating accident? or? No, it's just that one. The one? uh, Every gun I had. But you could obviously, by now, probably have bought, repurchased. I was so scared about losing all those guns that I thought, I maybe, because I boat. You know me. You're a big boatsman. (laughs) 
a big boater guy. Big, bo- anyway, big boater guy, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, anyway, but then I get back on the boat and I lose all my gold on the other side. And I'm like, I really should not be such a big boater guy, but it's in me, you know? So don't come to my house if there's shortages because I'm not going on a boat anymore. And I've, uh, I also have my, my backup life-saving medications. And if I had guns, I'd stop you from taking those medications when there's panic in the street and nobody has any medications, but I lost all my guns and my gold, but personalized emergency medication. So vital five essential antibiotics it which is which treat the most common and deadly bacterial infections that's the starter okay but it's customizable with dozens of add-on medications available you need heart medicine low bro- you have high blood pressure um, my family needs seizure anti-seizure medication all of the stuff your family takes if there is a problem in and a breakdown of the system how are you going to keep your family going if you don't have access to this really important medication? That's where Jace Medical comes in. Jace Medical, J-A-S-E medical.com. Enter the promo code prepare to check out and you'll get a discount on your order. This is so well worth your time to at least check out. Go there now, jacemedical.com. The following content identifies as a commercial. Isn't that lovely? The Glenn Beck Program. We'll be right back. We're down, we're down to this again, uh, two days in a row. Listen, I was going to tell you about the uh, special we did last night on the border. I had Lieutenant uh, Governor Dan Patrick from Texas. He's the head of the Senate here in Texas and Lieutenant Governor. And uh, he was quite clear about what Texas is going to do and not do. And uh, they're not caving in to the federal government. And we discussed uh, Governor Abbott's uh letter to the president yesterday he is invoking the constitution and he's right on that so uh you can see that you know either on uh, youtube.com slash glenn beck or if you're a blaze tv subscriber it's available on demand anytime you want it i'm going to do this on studios america tonight as well when you're going to what is essentially turning into a constitutional crisis or at least a potential one i i I feel like it might be overstating it a little bit just oh, because I so. I, I, just because I think the way this ruling came down, there is no disagreement. Like, Texas is not breaking any rules by doing what they're doing. No. They're following the ruling exactly. So that's in that way, it's not a constitutional crisis. But we we are, I think, at some level but on the verge of one. Abbott, Abbott uh, is going to go into a big fight with the federal government over this. Un- unfortunately for them. Constitution is on the side of the Texas, uh, the Texas uh, border security. Um, one other thing, the other constitutional crisis we didn't get a chance to talk about is Margot Robbie, uh, and uh, not being snubbed really for an Oscar for Barbie. The Glenn Beck <laughs> Program.